Gentlemen, I welcome you to this podcast. Thank, Thank you. you. We are on the cusp of a very historic event. What's that? This podcast. Our this this humble little podcast. Creeping up. Just taking little tiny baby steps. One mm. week at a time. One week at a time. For the last four years. <laughs> We're creeping up on episode 200. Jeez Louise. I love it. Hard to believe, right? Ah, it's so freaking cool. So, so what? We have we have some, you know, we're coming up on episode two hundred. I'm not sure that any of us ever like expected us to find ourselves here. I say we blow past it. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) just act as like it didn't happen. Just a number. I mean, yeah. No, no, we should do something special. You're not wrong. You think? I do. I do. Greg, you had a great idea. Did I? Oh, yes, I did. Um, I Let's just make the entire episode 200 just an extended intro. Mm, just an intro, I, and then we sign off. How could we possibly do done. that? How could we possibly do that? <laughs> just do this? Just do this for an hour? Exactly. Isn't that pretty much what we do anyway? Pretty much. Yeah. All right. Well, so, you know, I, I, I was thinking back to our uh, infancy, you know, as a mm. podcast. Yes. The early days. Yes. And um, Reaching back. Yeah. So uh, back when we were on the AM radio, no, I'm oh. uh, <laughs> so what happened when we started this podcast really mm-hmm. was one of us would bring an album that the other two okay. either weren't familiar with or didn't like. And the idea was to kind of convert them into fans of that album. Um, That's right. Right. That's right. And these are like our practice runs. Sort of. I guess it's like pro. It was proto. You should check it out. And yeah. what we it, what it we learned what what we learned from the episodes is that we had a lot of chemistry, and we could talk about this stuff forever. No um, big surprise. Yeah. Exactly. But it, but it didn't make for a. Um, it it felt like it needed to be maybe a little more condensed. Hence, yeah. it was a tremendous amount of work. It, right. Both of those statements are true. I think we we all found out that. The pressure of having, when it was your week, come around, and mm-hmm. it was just going to be, well, microphones on you to talk about this one album, right, for an hour, and, and the other guys may or may not be interested in what you're having to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, things can get, uh, you know, you know, as inexperienced broadcasters, you know, they can get a little hairy sometimes. Yeah, right, and yeah, but if you pick a really interesting album then chances are there will be plenty to um to oh, we to have we, we had good into. ones right we did i think yeah. we produced nick you and i produced i think four or five episodes before we brought greg on board right and then right. once greg was on board i think we produced another another four or five mm-hmm. before yeah, we, we decided think, uh mm-hmm. maybe this format isn't working let's right. uh let's do something else Right. And and that's when we went to the current event kind right. of things, and uh, but not always. <laughs> the well, more importantly, yeah. it was yeah. each of us speaking for less amount of time. <laughs> right, 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 right. And just breaking up then that hour into twenty minute segments each, which is roughly it, what we what we, you know what we that's what we aim for. That's what we aim for. <laughs> yeah, sometimes that's it's more, part. sometimes it's it's, it's never right. less than an hour. Right. Actually, I think the original theme was. We're going to talk, each of us are going to talk for 15 minutes. Yeah. And then right. like a five minute digression yeah. in between. You right. Know, right. And then it'll be like almost an hour. And then. Yeah. You know. Well, you know, we're so. not that far off the mark. No. No. So uh, here's an idea. We have three episodes left after today. Okay. Right. Before we hit 200. Why don't we go back to the original format and each do a record? <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> this is kind of like a lit. This is kind of like a litmus test of how we hmm. progressed as broadcasters. Is it yeah, not? that's also kind of part of it. Oh, damn it, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> no, as, as, as every week is, it's a reflection of where we are that week. <laughs> right. Okay. It's however you <laughs> no, want to no, look no, at no, it. No, 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 you're right. You're right. I'm sure it's we'll bring more. Look at I'm sure we'll bring, yeah, four years worth of this to the table. So, <laughs> Well, can I start things off? What do you well, want to do? Well, you would be you would be next up in the rotation, Greg. Technically. Oh, I, well then there you go. So I will start it off. Oh. And uh excellent. next week I'll talk about the album Thrust 
by Herbie Hancock. And uh, as far as I understand, you guys aren't as familiar with that record, are you? Not in the least. Never heard. Not in the least. Well, I'll tell you what, and you listeners can, can do this as well. Take some time before the next episode and listen to the album Thrust by Herbie Hancock. It's only four tracks. All right. Okay. And um, yeah, I mean, that's all I'm going to say. I, maybe I'll say one thing. You may be familiar with the album Headhunters. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is like the sequel. Oh, okay. 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 So that's all you really need to know. All right. Um, okay. And uh, I, yeah, I highly recommend it. it I, I heard it again recently and, you know, it's one of those We're gonna classics do to me. So if, you know, and that's kind of the record I, I love to share with you guys are the ones that are classic to me. Yeah. And that I know you'll love, but you just yes. haven't heard yet. And that's the whole point of the show. You should check it out. That, yeah. was, the, that already, was the whole theme for the, the title of the show. You should check it out. It's an album that we love that we want to share with the world. Yeah. yeah. Or at least the exactly. two of us. Yeah, right. exactly. Three of us, yeah. Right. So there you go. And then, you know, you guys will have a little time to pick your... Nick, you'll do a record. Jay, you'll do a record. I don't know if I got the order mixed up there. You did. Who would be Who would be after me? Jay? Yeah, my, my math says <laughs> I get I get two more weeks before I have to. Yeah, so okay, Greg will it. have 197. I'll have 198. Nick will have 199. And then 200. Who knows what the hell's going to happen? I don't we know. Should, we, should, we should also continue talking about that. Right. Yes. <laughs> we should continue that dialogue. Yes. Right. right. <laughs> so now that we've got that out of the way, I, yeah. I did want to catch up with everybody's weekend. Everybody have a good weekend? We have a rat up also. Yeah. What's wrong, Jay? I ain't no. got nothing to say about my weekend. What do you mean you don't have anything to say about your weekend? I don't have anything oh, wait, to say about I know. I know, I know what happened. I know what happened. I hope you don't. I do. I no, do. <laughs> I do. Oh, well, yeah, there was Sunday. Yeah, Sunday was a little rough. Oh. Newcastle losing to Arsenal. That wasn't even why your weekend sucked? That was the little cherry on the top uh, of a sh- Sunday that was my weekend. Oh, yeah. buddy, I'm sorry, man. No, that's all right. Sorry. Well, things are I better had, now. I, yeah, I had I had kind of a crummy one last week, but I, a little bit of a, a redemption. You guys will, will be uh, excited to know. I actually went to see a show at the oh. Fonda Theater in Hollywood. Oh, all right. Yeah. Okay. What's that? Lewis Cole Big Band. Wow. Nice. Yeah. All right. It was very cool. Um. You know, Lewis Cole, we, we've been, we did, yeah. uh, talked about him we've talked times. about him. I don't know if you got, if listeners out there are familiar, but Lewis yeah, Cole's kind of this young this viral jazz kind yeah. of in the vein of like Wolfpack, but more futuristic. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, just an awesome He's, not, he's another like Thundercat prodigy. <laughs> yeah. And they, they play together and collaborate a lot yeah. as a matter of fact. Um, so it was cool to see. And he had... You know, but when it says big band, uh, you know, he had maybe like eight horns uh, wow. with him right. on stage. Sweet. Um, and uh, it was rad. It was it, it was a cool show. The sound there is a little bit, not, it's not as great as you'd hope because mm. it's an old movie theater. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was fine, you know, for getting through. And um, uh, we, enjoy, we, we enjoyed it. And uh, one thing of note is uh, I actually ran into my friend Enrique and as we were standing there watching the show, at one point he bumped me in the shoulder. He's like, "Dude, look, look, look behind you!" And I looked over. I was like, "What? What is it?" He's like, "It's Jack Stratton from Wolfpack, like the oh, band leader yeah, of Wolfpack." That's right. You know? And I was like, "Oh, oh wow, cool," <laughs> which makes sense. But yeah. it was definitely one of those moments where you're like, "Okay, cool." Like I, I just did, I didn't even know that guy ever left his house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. so, had better seats than him. Well, it was a general admission, but anyway, oh, um, yeah. So it was a it, it was a fun night though. Lewis Cole is a bad drummer, man. Whew. Yeah, he is. You know, I mean, yeah, we, his, we, al- his album know. is very cool. It's a wild yeah. ride. Yeah, that, and like that, like genre jumping. Yeah, and we we talked about it a while ago, and I definitely was, and I still feel this way about some of it. Some of it can be a little hyper, a little annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but there's actually some, even some of like the softer songs on there are actually like really cool and. Yeah. Um, you know, I just I spent a lot of uh, time in the air right, right around that album came out, and I it was just in my downloaded albums. Yeah. So what's the what's the name of the album, by the way? Sorry, I wish I had it. No, it's okay. Up. I did. It was like one of my segments. Um, quality over opinion. Quality over opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's it was it, it's people will come back to it. I think. Um, or, or at least individual tracks, because they they are yeah so different. 
Yeah, but even Kurt Rosenwinkel does a song on that. You know, it's, yep. Um, it's it's all it's really it's really uh, it's, it's saying a lot. And it was cool to see him perform a lot of it live. And some of the songs that don't have horns on it, on them. You know, mm-hmm. you had you had horns on, <laughs> so that was kind of cool. He seems like he's as technical as uh, what's what's the guy's name? What's the British guy? The young kid, who's who's who like does like choir like arrangements. Oh, Jacob Collier. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, he um, he definitely has a little bit of like an edgier, a little bit of Jacob Collier, a little bit of Thundercat, a little bit of Wolfpack, a little Mm -hmm. bit of like Daft Punk. Uh, You know. Yeah. So anyway, it was it was a good it was it was a memorable show, um, and. I would encourage you to see it if he comes nice. to you. Nice, Nick. I had, what's a, going I had a great on? weekend. I had the the boys at the. I met my. New, I got a new place. Hey. Yeah. What am I doing? That? You got other people clap for me. That's a, the authentic clap mattered. That was nice. Thank you, Jim. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm happy yeah. for you, buddy. Yeah. So internet's hooked up and uh, spent most of the weekend in the woods that I have out front here. Um, I was kind of pulling out were poison. You, were, were you waiting to move in? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you're like, wait. So I, I was just imagining you like sleeping in the woods, being like, oh, all right, on Monday, I, I'm good. No, no, no. When, the boy, Monday no, the, the lease starts. <laughs> during the days, during the days, Sorry. we were the boys were out in the in the That's woods cool. and and nice. clearing it out for uh, for the cousins to come up. So it was right yeah, on. it was very cool. It was a really Excellent. cool weekend. Yeah, I hope nice. to visit someday. Yes. Yep. Yeah, that'd be cool. Right Sweet. on, brother. Woo. All right, boys. Well, that was an excellent preamble. We got a taste of things to come here on mm-hmm. You Should Check It Out. Mm-hmm. But for now, we've got an episode to do. Let's do it. Let's do it. Gia. You should check it out. Yes, that's right. You are tuned in to You Should Check It Out, setting things up and knocking them down since 2018. We are here with you on a beautiful Thursday. Hope all is well in your corner of the world. My name is Wait a second. I almost had it and I lost it. This is episode 196 Woo. coming at you. And my name is Jay. I'm Nick. And I'm Greg. Great to have you here with us. Mm-hmm. We are excited on this run up to our 200th show. Who would have mm-hmm. thought we would have been here? Happy to have you here with us on the ride. We got a great show for you tonight. Nick is leading things off going to be talking about i don't even know how to describe this person but nick's going to do an excellent job as he always yeah, does well it's a cool article uh it's this could be an entire you sh- like old school you should check it out episode you know what it, the, the the longer the evening went and the more i listened to it the more i yeah i'm thinking wait maybe i should just pause and make may, may have made this one mine but honestly no it's not <laughs> it's not it's not that it's not that. all right all right Fair enough. Uh, Mr. Greg is going to be talking about a band, a band that um, been around for a while, been around for a while, and uh, mm-hmm. made their mark in the early '90s, and certainly made their mark on me. And okay, uh, okay. yeah, all right. that's all I have Looking to forward. say about that. All right, for the moment. Uh huh. Um, and I'm going to be following things up with a uh, guys. What current news type of things? Oh, hey. the Rock and Roll job, Hall of Fame. <gasps> announced their 2023 inductees, and we're going to be rating them as we like to do. Okay, nice. perfect. That's a good time. I'm into it. So, let's get things started. Mr. Nick Klein, go for it, buddy. So, article caught my eye. Uh, it was actually kind of it was like mid-late afternoon. I, like I said, I spent the weekend just playing with the boys, and it was pretty late last night when I was like, oh, work. <clears throat> uh, so, I kind of ease my way into that and then uh, and then came across this article as I was thinking about the podcast uh, this afternoon and it's titled before Dylan there was Connie Converse then she vanished hmm. Connie like, Converse Connie Converse okay yep so Connie Converse was uh, it was this girl she, she's the middle child she had a younger brother and an older older brother uh, she grew up in New Hampshire um, and was valedictorian of her high school and won all these academic awards and had a f- academic scholarship to Mount Holyoke. And then after two years, she dropped out, moved to New York City, and basically wanted to become a writer. Um, she was kind of inspired by, like, the Beats. Um, mm-hmm. So she basically, she was known, like, in, in these circles, in these circles of famous artists, 
as like the quiet one that was always just kind of pecking away at her typewriter. <laughs> um, and she recorded some of this, like she played guitar and she would, she would do this mostly in like party situations, uh, but never really, never really took off. At some point, in, I think it was like 2003, 2004, there was a podcast that uh, somebody who had recorded her back in this, back during this time, had some old tapes and he played some of these old tapes. And, really? And, and, some, and then basically somebody grabbed those, put them out as, as an album, um, and it's kind of had this resurgence all of a sudden. Ne having never been popular, so let's. Why don't we give? Why don't we give one of these songs a listen? This is. Yeah, um, I'd love to. Yeah, this is, talking like you, two tall mountains. See that bird sitting on my windowsill, really saying whippoorwill, all the night through. See that brook running by my kitchen door, really couldn't talk no more if it was you. Up that tree, that sort of a squirrel thing Sounds just like we did when we were quarreling In the yard I keep a pig or two They drop in for dinner like you used to do I don't stand in the need of company With everything I see talking like you Up that tree, that sort of a squirrel thing Sounds just like we did when we were quarreling You may think you left me all alone But I can hear you talk without a telephone I don't stand in the need of company With everything I see wow. talking like you What is yeah. that? It, it's different, right? Man, that is crazy It's like, so, uh, well, I don't sorry. know, what, is that, what does that remind you of? Or what is that... It, well, it's it's crazy. So let me get a, a handle on the time period. Is yeah. that the 1940s that that was? Recorded? This would have been like mid mid 50s, mid like 50s. early early mid 50s. What blows my mind about that? 1954. Is, sorry, 1954. Is like, okay, like I've I like folk music, and I've listened to a bunch of folk music from like the Smithsonian anthology. Mm -hmm. and it reminds me of some of that, but he she talks in such a colloquial way yeah. and and talks in like this like the whole squirrel thing yeah rhymed with i quarreling. love that rhyme yeah it just talks just it's old time rhyming in such a in it's such an old time but like uh i'm doing it in a non i'm not doing it as a songwriter type of way yeah. like that's very modern but you're saying that's from the mid 1950s that's crazy that's really, really neat. And, and that's actually what, that, that's what this Times piece kind of highlighted was that it, that it sounds almost like something that could come out right now. Yeah, um, yeah. Aside from like the old time, old timey, you know, verbiage that she, that she used. Um, but even that like is kind of trended back in. Uh, it, it, there's, uh, there's a couple artists who have cited her as a, as a, um, an influence. Um, Big Thief. Okay. Um, mm. Uh, Angel Olsen, I don't know who that is, Greta Klein, uh, Laurie Anderson, and some opera singer named Julia Bullock um, have all either cited okay. her or covered her, whatever. Um, there's something... Anachronistic yeah, it's, it's, is, the name, is, the name, is the word for it. I mean, it's like okay. it's out of time for its time. Yeah. Yeah. To me, to me, it just, I've never heard anyone really sing in that style, which is a clearly, a, you know, well, here's here's the crazy early thing. early yeah. mid twentieth century style of the way she's singing, but like the words she use, she's using are not of that style at all. I kind of I kind of debated whether or not to to bring this up because it's kind of it's kind of personal, but it, to me there's this incredible familiarity because while my grandmother on my mom's side was not, I, I wouldn't say that she was a fantastic singer. She loved to sing, hmm. and this is how she sang. Really? Like the way that it sounds like the way she's holding her mouth, like she's almost oh, like wow. covering her teeth. Uh, yeah. Like mm -hmm. she's, there's like just more hollow, like mouth cavity or something when she's, wow. when she's singing in it. So there was just something immediately lovely and kind That's of awesome, nostalgic um, awesome. th that, that kind of grabbed me. Um, and it was, yeah, it's actually, so I've kind of had it on throughout trying to figure out, because none of these songs are like 
none of these scream Dylan to me. It almost, honestly, I'll say this, uh, and, and there is that second part to that headline, which is, and then she disappeared. She never got famous. She, she had one, one opportunity to play on live broadcast TV on a show that I think like a couple weeks later ended up being hosted by Walter Cronkite, but it wasn't recorded. Uh, and it didn't really go anywhere. And she she was actually a writer first. So some some of the some of what I think is is attracts people to this is is her actual writing because because it's very much written and very very nice turns of phrase and, and uh, mm-hmm. um, so I would say for that alone it's worth it's worth listening yeah. to because it's a really cool really cool album. But um, yeah, it doesn't really yeah. sound like Dylan except for the fact that again D- Dylan was kind of anachronistic for his time. Like he's playing sure. like these folk, folky strumming right. patterns, but yeah. singing stuff that was fresh and that no one had really heard in that style before. Yeah. Which brought it to the young, you know, the young kids. The kids. Mm-hmm. Eh? That's what they liked about the Dylan. But uh, yeah, no, it's incredible, man. It's really fascinating that I've never heard anything about this woman before at all. Yeah. And she was like, she basically was in the the Flatiron and then like Greenwich Village and then she lived in Hell's Kitchen. Um it, like, as she left is when Dylan, basically Dylan, like, came in and kind of took off. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so you can hear, like, the sounds of that, of that, of that, uh, of that time and place, mm-hmm. which, is, which is also really cool. It, it, to me, uh, alongside kind of her story, it, 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 it actually was more reminiscent to me of Nick Drake. Yeah. Of, like, a female Nick In the Drake. style, yeah. Uh, I, I, and there's a sadness and a loneliness <clears throat> to her, all of her lyrics. I think it was 1971. Um, she had gone on to kind of be a writer, and then the paper that she was a writer for ended up being sold, and she didn't realize that this was happening, and and uh, kind of crushed her. Uh, and she just she turned uh, 50 in August of 1974, and she wrote a series of letters to her family and friends, and she just basically con- concluded these letters saying, "Let me go, let me be if I can, let me not be if I can't." Human society fascinates me and awes me and fills me with grief and joy. I just can't find my place to plug it, plug into it. And then she just disappeared. Um, and and they tried tracking her down. And but like the private investigators, were like if she doesn't want to be found, I can't bring her back. Um, and that's kind of where it wow. ends. There's no there's no follow up to it. Um, huh. So wow. it was just like it was a really cool story. And then when I heard her voice, I was like, whoa. It, it honestly, it it made I was like, I wonder what Grandma would have thought of this, like, because yeah. it, 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 yeah, I'm just curious, because um, cool, there man. is this colloquialness to her, um, but that that just a random, random, rather, uh, yeah, random article that seemed like it was pretty cool, um, but let let's there's one other track that I pulled up that maybe we can close out on before we sure. switch over to uh, Gregorius. Okie dokie. Well, before <laughs> before before we play the track, I just wanted to jump in and say she reminds oh, me a yeah. little bit of a like a proto Joni Mitchell. Yeah, right. That that high voice thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah I I totally agree. And and there's elements of like there's elements of like sound of music in her melodies. Like there's some old mm. musical components to it. Uh, that that uh, yeah. So cool. This is uh, Trouble by Connie Converse. Ever since we met, the world's been upside down And if you don't stop troubling me, you'll drive me out of town But if you go away, as trouble ought to do Where will I find another soul to tell my trouble to? Then my bed is made of stone, a star has burnt my eye I'm going down to the willow tree and teach her how to cry. But if you go away, as trouble ought to do, where will I find another soul to tell my trouble to? They bid me wear my hat, put on a nice new gown. I tossed my bonnet over the roof and I guess it won't come down But if you go away, as trouble ought to do Where will I find another soul to tell my trouble to? Nice. Wow. God, that's awesome. If you too go away, mm-hmm. where will I find another soul to tell my troubles to? She, she ends on the, on the three chord. 
Uh oh. Weird. <laughs> That's a copyright violation. Yeah. <laughs> She's in C. Yeah. And then she landed on this chord. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it. That was the end. <laughs> that's weird. Yeah. It was like a three with a major third. It wasn't like. It wasn't that. It was this. Yeah. Interesting choice. Cool. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. Right on. Connie Converse. Oh. Connie Converse. Have you ever heard of Nina Nike? She was so influential, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Paula Puma. (laughs) My favorite is Ava Ava Avia. Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah. Very very little known, but... There was Sandra Skechers. Sandra Skechers. Oh, yeah. She was brilliant. Ah, man. Yeah. She was hot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Sandy. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, I've got some stuff to talk about. What are you doing? I, I came across something pretty strange. Let's actually let's let's just take a little trip down memory lane though. Okay. Okay. All right. This is uh something you may remember from your childhood if you're old enough. <laughs> this is one of those early MTV videos. Uh-huh. Let's just play it and then I'll tell you who it is in case you don't recognize it. All right. Sounds like you guys remember it. Oh, that was DC 101 and like, what year was that? <laughs> oh, man. I think it 92. was 92. 92. 92. There it is. <laughs> that is. That is green jello. Jello, baby. Green jello. Yeah. <laughs> green jello. Also known as green jelly. There was a, uh, I'll explain why that is. Um, the bear so the I hadn't heard about this. I hadn't heard about this band in a long time. But you heard but, them back in the day, right? Of course I, I did. I, okay. I definitely right. remember Green Jello. Okay. But I thought it was jelly. Well, they they had to change the name because Kraft Foods put pressure on them. <laughs> Not kidding. But it, it it's spelled J E L L Y. It's pronounced yes. Jello. That's yeah, right. He, he, he put the he put the umlaut right. on the Y and says that means it sounds like an O. <laughs> <laughs> When I say, I'll explain like who who it is who said that. Wow, that's um, an option too. I can get I can put an umlaut on that. Why? This is fantastic. Yeah, I just I just say it sounds like an L. It's meant to sound like an L. So there you go. Um, now, again, this this band had not come on my radar in a long time. You hadn't okay. thought about them for quite some time. No. So let me explain what happened. So I was talking to Jackson, my son. All right. Who, who I gave this comic book to years ago. I mean, you know, he's seven now. I gave this to him when he was maybe five. Okay. okay. It's a Spider-Man comic book. Mm-hmm. And it's part of a series called Maximum Carnage, which has Carnage in it, the, the, the villain. Okay. Okay. Now, you might be like, what does this have to do with Green Jell? Just pay, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. We'll find out. I, 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 I promise don't doubt I'll, it. I promise I do not I'll doubt you. I promise I'll get us there. Now... I'm 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 talking to him and he says, "Oh, daddy, I've been reading this comic book cuz now, you know, back then he was starting to recognize words. Now he's like mm-hmm. actually reading." Right. So he's like busted out this comic book again and instead of just looking at the pictures and looking like, "Oh, cool, Venom." Da, 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 well, trying to piece together what's happening, he's actually reading the comic book now. Sure. 
And so I'm like, hey, if he's reading the comic, it might be interesting to, for me to get him the full Maximum Carnage book because this comic book is like part three of 14. Okay. So it's like part of this bigger story. Right. So I go on Amazon and I'm looking up Maximum Carnage book because I actually did look it up back when I gave it to him in the first place. And I, I knew that there was a book that existed. And as I look it up on Amazon, another thing that comes up for Maximum Carnage is this video game that was on SNES and uh, uh, Super Nintendo, I should say, and Sega Genesis. And Genesis, yeah. Yeah, and called Maximum Carnage. Oh, okay. And I was, like, I was yeah. like, oh, maybe we could get this on your Switch or something. You know, I'm just like looking at that. Oh, that's cool. And I said, Jackson, there's a, there's a game of Maximum Carnage. Isn't that cool? He's like, yeah. I was like, do you want to watch like a YouTube playthrough if we can find one? He's like, yeah. <laughs> so I queue up a YouTube video of someone playing through this game. Right. This is an old 90s game. It's like, yeah, it doesn't sure. even look like it's that much fun, right. honestly. <laughs> it starts out like Marvel Entertainment, Sega, like all the different things, and then Green Jelly. <laughs> and I was like, what? hang on, what? <laughs> and it's playing this music, this 8-bit music. So but actually, this might be kind of an 8-bit as well, oh, we, can we, can we play, let's play the eight bit theme because now yeah, suddenly, baby. suddenly we've gotten Mid into, into eight bit. That's beautiful. Yeah. Anytime. Anytime. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> this is a great work of art, Jack. Thank you. Hell yeah, this. <laughs> dog. If I go down, <laughs> dog. if I'm remembered for nothing else in my life, I'm fine with that. That's yeah. my legacy. It really is great. Yeah. Thank um, you. See, they, what they're going to end up doing is making a you should check it out video game. Actually, it's it, in an alternate reality, there's a you should check it out video game mm-hmm. on, S- on the original Nintendo. And oh, that's there's what so happens. many universes where we're huge. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, in any case. Um, what's, your ex- what's, your, what's your weapon, Greg? My weapon? Your, your special ability. You know, like the, the oh, press in the Y game? special ability. It's kind of doing that hair, I'll tell you that. Yeah. yeah. You, whip out a, like, you whip out a guitar and just go. My <laughs> hair whip. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> music notes go out and yeah exactly just pulverize Sweet. people i just uh, talk you press y and i just talk <laughs> bore all the enemies they were just like no stop because <laughs> a, a thoughtful lecture yeah <laughs> no a, a new word no man oh all right so i see green jelly and, and this music is playing jay you got that music queued up this is oh. the eight the bit green jello clip yeah, this is it. <laughs> really? This is what's playing when it says Marvel, Sega, Green Jelly. <laughs> and then it's like Maximum Carnage. And press start, right? Yeah, like a title screen. Great. It's a title screen. But I'm like, what does this have to do with Green Jelly, the band from the 90s that released The Three Little Pigs? What is that? Right. Turns out they were hired to, and li- and you know they, the company licensed this music. Wow. Uh, they, they they wrote it originally like as you know rock you know as they a as a real out song. To them. They yeah. had their pick of any musician in the country or or the uh, world, yeah. and they, they picked would, Green Jello. Yeah. So listen to the original <laughs> of that song. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you get the point. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, I was like, "Wow, that's so weird." Like, how, how did Green Jello end up in this video game or whatever? So I started. Yeah, I made a note because I was like, first of all, that's just kind of strange. I should talk about that on the podcast. Sure. But also, I decided to do a little bit of a dive and find out what's the deal with Green Jello exactly? Because I think I was confusing them with a band called Ugly Kid Joe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, there's like this Huh? No, never mind. Was that? Did they no, I think you're right. Big I think Bad you're Wolf? right, Nick. I think you're Maybe right. Maybe they Nick. did. I'm going to look okay. this up now. Yeah, anyway. Joe. Their most popular song is Cats, the cover of Cats, Cats and the Cradle. Cradle. Yes, exactly. Right. All right. I'm not saying they didn't do a song by about the Big Bad Wolf, but Okay, let's move on. Right. <laughs> yep. Okay, so 
Turns out that uh, this band Green Jello was basically started in uh, 1981 in Buffalo, New York, by a guy named Bill Manspeaker, who's the only member. He's like the Robert Fripp of Green Jello. Right? <laughs> okay. okay. Now, it was called Green Jello, and I love this story so much when I read this. So he was, try- he was desperate to join a band. But he realized he couldn't play any instruments. And then he like heard the Ramones, and he's like, oh, maybe I can sing. But he realized, I can't do that either. Okay. <laughs> he decided he would create a band that was the self-proclaimed worst band in the world. <laughs> really? A and noble it, goal. Yeah. And so their first gig was completely impromptu in the school cafeteria. He rented a PA. He knew that the cafeteria was serving green jello that day. And so he just wheeled in the PA in the middle of lunch, plugged it in. They all plugged their instruments in as fast as they could and just started making a lot of noise. He stood on the table, pulled his pants down, and had everybody throw the green jello at him. And that was it. That was their first gig. And that's why the band is called wow. Green Jello. Wow. Isn't that how your first band started, Craig? With an instant Something like suspension. that. It was red jello. Yeah. Red jello. Red. Yeah. 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 So then he, he, what he said, what he said, he said, in this, in this interview, we're playing the song. The principal comes in and shuts it down. I get suspended, and right then I knew, this is my life. I can have a <laughs> career of causing a disturbance. You can survive being a spectacle. I love it. I so love he, it. Wow. So he, he took the idea. He took the band to California for an appearance on the Gong Show, which is okay. like, you know, a kind of a talent show. They didn't get very far, but apparently they caused a ruckus, and they were entertaining, and he knew he was onto something. So he decided to move to Hollywood. He formed a new version of the band and, you know, was kind of on the underground circuit. But he, by day, he was working at Tower Records, like on Sunset Strip. Now, one of his coworkers started working at a label, and the coworker said to him, Hey, check this out. Um, I'm going to be having lunch at this spot. We're all going to be sitting outside. Why don't you walk past me? We'll pretend we haven't seen each other in a while. Okay. <laughs> And like, I'll introduce you to some of my coworkers, right? Because like, okay. you know, this guy, Bill Manspeaker, he's, he's he's trying to get a deal. You know, he's trying to get this band off the ground. He's like, hey, get this label. You know, maybe I can meet some people. So they do just that. Apparently, the president of the label is sitting there. <laughs> he tells the guy the exact same story that I just repeated, mm-hmm. and the guy gives him a record contract right there on the spot at the lunch table in front of the entire staff. Oh my gosh! A check for sixty thousand dollars. <laughs> Just to show off to the hostess. <laughs> but awesome. like, remember we? I keep talking about this time in in the '90s when like yeah, the labels just had like, like too much. Just they, throwing money at everything. They had to. They had to get more acts, and you know. So boom, sixty thousand dollars. Now here's where it gets even more interesting. Okay, because I don't know if you know who's. Do you know who's in the band at this point? Got any guesses? No. I know Tool is involved. Danny Carey and Maynard are both in Green Jelly at this point. Yeah. So he comes back and he goes, I have a check for 60 grand these guys just gave me. These guys <laughs> called, I think it's called Zoo from, there was a subsidiary of BMG, Zoo okay. Entertainment. And Danny Carey and Maynard are like, well, why don't we do that? You know, <laughs> Why don't we form a band and get that kind of advance? You know, So they did just that and they got $300,000 from them. That's how Undertow wow. was recorded. Good Lord. Wow. History. Yeah. So... No green jello, no tool. <laughs> it, it, isn't that bizarre? Thank you, it's, green jello. That is yeah. bizarre. Thank you, green jello. But it's just so weird. And like, when I read that, I was like, man, that is so wild. You know, and also, by the way, he says, you know, I walk away with a check for $60,000 without the record company hearing or seeing my band. Hollywood, man. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> but they did probably recoup all that because of that Three Little Pigs. Oh, they had to. Yeah. 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 You know, so. Um, Which, incidentally, dude. Ugly Kid Joe did a song called Three Little Pigs and the Big Bad Wolf. Did they? <laughs> so maybe yeah. that's why. Maybe that's why I was okay. I now think it is, getting... and there was a video too. Gotcha. Another video? Yeah. What the hell? It was like not by the hair of my. Was was that the one we just? Oh, that's listened the one we to? just heard. That's the one we just heard. Yeah. Unless the internet is confused. I think the internet's confused, and now I'm now I'm confused. <laughs> well, can I regale you all with my green jello story? Yes. Because this band, you want to thank the world for giving us Tool? Yes. Well, they they ushered me into puberty, essentially. Ooh. Do tell. (laughs) 
<laughs> so my my timeline of events, as I remember it in my head, doesn't quite match up. Because this album came out in 1992, which would have made me 11 years old. Okay. But in my memory, this all happened in fifth grade, which would put me at 10 years old. Eh. So, but yeah, but you're you're in November, right? I'm a November birthday, so maybe yeah, you, so you were you were you were 11 through most of the rest of the school year. Okay, I ain't so good at the math, so I'll take your word mm. for it on that. Yeah, you and I started. We could have started kindergarten a year earlier, but we both ended up moms gotcha. were like holding us back. Gotcha, gotcha. So, okay, yeah. so then maybe this does match up. So in fifth grade, we went to something called in Waynesboro, we went to something called outdoor school. This is where yeah. they'd take us for a week to go live in cabins and learn about the environment mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It was basically Play like with dirt. Lord of the Flies just for some of you elementary school. See all the girls at breakfast. Yeah, yeah. you would. Yeah. Um, so there was two things that I learned at uh, outdoor school. And mom, if you're listening, I know you are. Sorry, but this is just the way outdoor school works. I learned two things. Okay. One is that one guy in fifth grade, Matt Lunning, wore deodorant. Mmm, my man. And whenever I came back home, I was like, Mom, I gotta, I gotta, I think I gotta wear deodorant now. Yeah. She's like, okay, sure. mm-hmm. okay. Oh, so okay. Yeah. That was one. I, I needed to wear deodorant to keep up with the cool kids. Sure. And number two was about green jello. And one kid, I can't remember who exactly, had a Walkman. And he mm. was showing all of the kids this green jello song off of this album, The Serial Killer. And it was not the Three Little Pigs, although I had heard that one on MTV. Okay. Uh, the, ho- the, the song that I heard was called House Me Teenage Rave. Mm-hmm. Are you guys familiar with this at all? No. No. Okay. So, I, I, don't, I, I don't really want to play it because okay. it's basically just like a four-minute... It's like a techno beat with like some really overtly silly sexual entendres. Mm-hmm. Just just a, a skit of people doing bizarre sexual acts to each other. Okay. Oh, boy. All right. <laughs> but in fifth grade, I had, like, I I knew there was something sexual or weird going on in this mm-hmm. song, but I had no idea what they were talking about. And this song, like, this has been my Green Jello experience. Like, oh, House Me Teenage Rave. As soon as Greg brought up Green Jello, I was like, oh, House Me Teen- Teenage Rave. I could sing that song to you in my, in my sleep. <laughs> Wow. Fifth grade me was like, that oh, formative. so that's how sex works. Okay. All right. I gotcha. So. Wow. So, yeah. That's my, that's my green jello story. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, so th- this is what happens next, right? After, after the success of Three Little Pigs. He puts out a couple more albums. He had one in 1994, which flopped. And actually, it was, that was the last one until 2009's Music to Insult Your Intelligence by. But then... He decided to reform Green Jello, and what he ended up deciding to do is forming bands in like every town. Okay. So, so basically, it, it, there's a Green Jello in every city. Wait, what? And if he decides to come and play in that city, those people will show up, and they just do their best. Like they don't necessarily. It's not about playing the songs right. It's usually in the wrong key, wrong tempo. Again, self-proclaimed but, worst band in the world. But it is, yeah. But it is. So, so as of this article that I found in 2017, there were 781 active members of Green Jello, which yes, is a Guinness record. Wow. But then it That's actually awesome. went up to like 1,069 or something during COVID. Wow. Of course. Yeah, yeah. And so he just, you know, he just goes and. Um, finds fans on Facebook and he's like, basically you want to be in the band. You know, it's like, it's you guys could probably join Green Jello I'll come if you and wail over top of whatever you guys are playing in the background. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's brilliant, and man. He, and I, I have to share, there's this great Vice documentary on you that's floating around on YouTube. Right. Uh, I shared it with you guys. I don't think you had a chance to take a look at I it. I did actually. I did, I did take a look at it. Yeah. It's great, man. Like, the guy reminds me a lot of people from Baltimore. Mm. Just people that are just kind of dirty and doing things their own way and mm-hmm. just because they want to do it and they don't care about the they might right. want the fame or the notoriety but they don't really care about the money at all mm-hmm. but this dude was like doing like throughout the pandemic he found like this what, what used to be an old dirty bookstore or something like that and like he took it over and like started doing live streams from it throughout the pandemic okay and those live streams became so popular he did it one like once every week 
and he, it was his like green jello radio or something like that and uh it got so popular and so many people were tuning in that he was able to take over the like the whiskey a go-go for like yeah. a week Jeez, and, a and do that as a residency yeah <laughs> i think mean, he just played uh, like last week uh, yeah, really? I, 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 yeah. If I'd known, maybe I would have. If I <laughs> anticipated have. this, I would have maybe gone. It's like I think it was. It's like I, I might even be free. It would, you know. Sense. It's like not even. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You just gotta. Show What's he doing? Up. Selling merch. I don't know. I, I, I felt That's like all secondary, I, Nick. The commerce right, side. Because the money doesn't secondary. matter. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. Man. Cool band. Cool, man. So there you go. That's uh, I thought I, th- I thought that would be, you know, well funny to, to funny to uh to chat about because uh, heck yeah, that's one of a kind. Yeah, and Indeed. incidentally, I'm pretty sure that there's just like lots of videos that attribute this song, the song we just listened to, to Ugly Kid Joe. Really? Because oh, there's okay. like there's Maybe like there's like twelve Ugly Kid Joe with three little pigs. I just clicked on. I them. know, but I'm not seeing and they're, any they're of all them. The, they're all the the uh, Green Jello song. Oh, so 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 the internet was confused. Yeah, totally. I gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, right I'm glad on. we could clear that up. Yeah. Yeah. Whew. All right, gentlemen. Jay Rossman, what are we doing? We wait all year for this time. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has announced their inductees for the class of 2023. Oh snap! Yes. yes, that's right. That's right. Now, we all know that they're kind of running out of people to induct. <laughs> and the uh, the rules for engagement have gotten loosened, I would, sure. I would say. Uh, I will just say, before we get started here, that uh, the only guidelines that I was able to find from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame website on to who they induct is inductees are recognized for having contributed over 25 years of musical excellence. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. So what I thought we would do is I will run through the list of the seven inductees for right. this year, and we'll play a little game called Agree, Disagree. Okay? Okay. So okay. for each for each um, artist, I'll play a little clip, talk a little bit about them. I think we all know mostly about these guys, and you guys will either strongly disagree, disagree, meh, agree, or strongly agree. Right on. on each of these picks, and uh, we'll come to a consensus of sorts. How's that sound? All right. Cool. Sounds good to me. Yeah. All right. I'm first in. up, surprise pick, Mr. George Michael. Hmm. Yeah. You guys remember him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wham. He won't let you down. Um, so let's go first with, uh, let's go to Greg. Greg. Um, agree, disagree. What was the metal one? <laughs> meh. Meh. I'm a little meh on George Michael. I didn't meh. grow up listening to him, really. Um, he's not very rock and roll to me. He's more of a pop guy. Right. But, but 25 years of musical excellence, that's, that's the, that's the bar that here. Is that the bar? Apparently. Uh, wasn't he, he like... that one song. In, yeah, I mean... Faith was me, pretty cool. To me, uh, his he doesn't have... 25 solid years of excellence. Sounds I mean, like you would disagree then. I think I would disagree. Okay, I'm going to put Greg no in the offense disagree camp. Yeah. Nick? Got to side with Greg on this. Got to disagree for Nick. And uh, I'm going to go with you guys. That's a disagree. So that is a okay. solid... All right, he's not in. Disagree. <laughs> yep. Don't, no longer. Don't <laughs> all of fame. Sorry, George. Sorry, buddy. Uh, maybe your Wham bandmate might have gotten in. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, next up, Miss Missy Elliott. Get your freak on. R&B pioneer. Um, did some good songs. Nick. <laughs> Dude, I would say she's got the longevity. I, I don't know. And she's, she's, she's stuck around with this. Are we really evaluating whether this is rock or are we evaluating whether this is 25 years of music excellence? I'm going to be agnostic on that. I'm, I'm meh on that point. It's uh, however you define it. This is I mean, agree or disagree. I, I, I'm, I'm not. I've appreciated songs that she's done. I wouldn't say that I'm a fan. So I think the best that I can do is meh. Meh. Nick with a yeah. meh. Greg? I think, again, I'm going to have to disagree. Not that, not that I don't think she's talented, but I just... Dude, we're talking about the Hall of Fame here, dude. 
Yeah. We're not talking about good or bad. You know, yeah. we're talking about like what will this music who who will really But see, I don't have a case against. That's the only reason yeah. why. Is because like if it matters more to somebody who does My case against is just that it's not there is not I don't really feel like the longe- there is that much longevity besides that right. song. Like I don't like what well, she's. I can't think of another song she's done. The song's timeless. <laughs> that one song is really good. No. Well. No, I, oh wait, I, wait. I mean, there's I, a, is it worth it? Let me work it. You know. Get your freak on. Get your freak get on. Get your freak on. <laughs> I mean, okay. Yeah, I'm there's gonna go that reverse one. <laughs> That's the same one. Yeah, freak it. Is it gonna rick a burp and reverse it? Rick a burp, same song, yeah, same one. Yeah, Get she has right other ones. We might not be the target audience here, I admit that, but I'm gonna go in the meh category, which gives two mehs and a disagree, which That's puts her in the slightly meh. I will also, I, I will disagree with what you just said because I think we are the target audience because we are people who actually go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Museum and like would spend time there mm, and spend the day. Fair point. Fair point. You know, like that's... Well said. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Well, next up, I think this might be a little bit more uh, easy to come to consensus on. This is Mr. Willie Nelson. Greg, we're going to go to you first. In twilight glow I see. You familiar with Mr. Willie Nelson? Yeah. Do you have any opinions on Mr. Willie Nelson? Yeah, I will agree. I'm surprised he wasn't in there already. Not a strongly agree, but an agree? I, I will put, no, nah, strongly agree is good. Strongly agree for Greg. Mr. Klein. He's, he's got like 80 years of music excellence, <laughs> if only for the the joy he brings so many people. There yeah. you go. So Nick, yeah. uh, I'll put that in a disagree? No, I'm agreeing. Just agree. Agree. Okay. Not strongly many, agree. What was the... Hmm. Is there five in this? What are we doing? There's five choices. <laughs> I don't. I didn't think this would be this difficult. Strongly I, I disagree. Really wasn't disagree. I agree. Meh, meh. Agree. Yeah, okay. Strongly agree. Mm. I'll say agree. Agree. Okay. Of course, I'm going to say strongly agree. And I was also surprised, like Craig, that he's not in it already. Uh, that would be two votes for strongly agree, which means he definitely gets in this year. Congratulations, Mr. Good job, Mr. Nelson. Willie Nelson. <laughs> You've earned it. All right. Now, this next one. This is a good one. When you think Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, yeah. you think Cheryl Crow. Hmm. Huh. This ain't no disco. Nick Klein. Cheryl Crow. This is LA. Nah. Are you meh? Or are you disagreeing? I know I have to be meh. I, yes, okay, yeah, I'll, fine, yes. I, I disagree. You disagree. I, mm. But yeah. that is a reflection so much of the time that I was brought up. I feel like you're being kind. A reflection of, of that she was so much on the radio back then. Yes. Yeah. That she was so much on the radio and that I so much disliked her on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Greg? I like Cheryl Crow. Okay, I do. So I'll put an agree. I'll put a soft agree. I think. I think soft. she. I, th- I think it might be. I think it might be a little bit early, but you know, as far as like, dude, strong enough. That's a classic. Sure, sure. And it, her, I can think of a lot of songs. Okay, name so, more than two. Uh, there's "Soak Up the Sun," uh, which is not particularly my favorite one, but I'm just saying that's a that was a hit. That's a song. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that's. Um, Mm-hmm. Uh, if it makes you happy, it makes you happy is a good one. That's a really good, a good song. One. You know what I mean? Uh, and uh, I actually have a. She she she's also pretty nice. The uh, on the she, eyes? she she worked she worked with the vets once. Uh, once oh, or twice. you were saying something nice? Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's like a nice person. Okay. Um, but uh, the only th- the only reason why I wouldn't want her in the Rock and Hall of Fame is because she um, engaged or married even maybe to Lance Armstrong. Just like a big <laughs> right. no no for me because yeah you know that guy was a liar wow <laughs> bit of a tool wow there's a i mean yeah. that is you honestly, were all that, over the place there mr loman i appreciate honestly, your candor i i don't know what to say there 
I, yeah. I think that I think that sealed the deal Let for me marinate. as well. Yeah. Well, um, I can tell you that I'm in a strongly disagree category with Sterling. Really? I mean, she's got a couple good songs, but I mean, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Sheryl Crow, give me a break. She had like four good years where she was like on top of the charts. And not even on top of the charts. I mean, she but, was like but, in but the But didn't mix. we just completely disregard her after that? Because I feel like she continued to oh, What has she done since 1998? She's, she's been working, you know? It's not like she's been... She's We've been working since though. 1998. Yeah, I know, but she's been touring. <laughs> you know? She's, I think, uh, you Green know, I think Jello's she's, been touring since 1998. Yeah, she sells tickets. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> They ask All right. people to please come. Well, I'm afraid my weighted uh, strongly disagree pulls her into the disagree category. That's which fine. means that she uh, she's not going to make it. In this year. <laughs> Sorry, Cheryl. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. <laughs> Maybe next year. All right, guys. Next up, uh, band. I don't I don't know if you guys have uh, like dipped your toes into this water or not, but uh, Rage Against the Machine. Take a second to soak their sound in. Of their time. Greg, I'll let you go first. Come on! <laughs> uh, yeah, well, uh, yeah, this is one of my favorite bands of all time, so yeah. definitely happy to see them get in. Is that a strongly agree? Oh, yeah. Nick? Strongly. Strongly agree. And that is a GNJ trifecta. Oh, that album. That freaking album, man. That doesn't get any better than that, man. Oh, that was like, that was my sneak Columbia House acquisition in like (laughs) seventh grade. And dad was so cool about it. Yo, was it? Yeah, because he would like hide it for me and stuff. Hell yeah. Action must be taken. We don't need the key. We'll break it. Yeah, man, it was so different. There was oh, yeah. no, there was, there was not even a, th- yeah. Oh. And there's cursing on it, but it's, there's no like sex. Oh, tremendous it's all, amount it's all, of cursing. It's, but it's yeah, all but political it's, speech. Right, it's all political speech. It's all. It's, they saved it's a, their it's, cover it's of House Me Teenage Rave for the next record. Exactly. <laughs> Evil Empire. Exactly. All right, cool. Well, that was a fun one. Um, yeah. Next up, The Spinners. It's like a doo-wop group or something. They started as a reggae. What is it? <laughs> they are a cool. uh, R&B and soul act from the 60s and 70s. Most famous, I think, or at least should be most famous for this song called The Rubber Band Band. Oh yeah. For the Rubber Band Band. this song <laughs> all right Nick you're up first the spinners I don't you want know me to get, you want me to read guys. you their their bio I can read you sure. their bio yeah. uh, I'm gonna love it for the rubber band man let's get that bio I'm, I'm working on it oh okay on. oh they don't have yeah, I mean, I have, I have something. Yeah, I got Spinners it. Oh, go are an American yeah. rhythm and blues vocal group that formed in Ferndale, Michigan, United States in 1954. They enjoyed a string of hit singles and albums during the 60s and 70s, particularly with producer Tom Bell, who continues to tour with Henry Fambro as the only original member. Yeah, uh, that's a no from me, dog. I know you haven't asked me <laughs> yet, but... Uh, sorry, I just... I never heard of them. What am I supposed to say? You've never heard of the Spinners, okay. Yeah. And, that, and I also haven't that's even... I, I can't even... I can't even tell you I've heard that song. Can I give you another song? Try it. Oh, could it be I'm Falling in Love? Is that, the, is that what this is? No, but that's another effing classic. It's a shame? Come on. Something know this. It's a shame Was this and like your a, lounge music? Ad, music? Well, Did these it, guys make it in there, Jay? What's that? Or your, your uh, I'm sorry, your cocktail hour. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's how I know him. I don't know. Could it be I'm falling in love? Is could it be one. I'm falling in love that with your baby? I'm in love? That's, a, that's a good song. I don't know. Anyone want to step up to the plate? Agree, I, disagree I, on the spinners? I, I, uh, I'll say meh. Nixon, I, 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 it, it, it's yeah. very possible they deserve to be in there. I just, I, I wouldn't be an educated guest, uh, or uh, you know, I don't okay. have a good opinion on this because I just don't know them at okay. all. So you're a meh. I do love music from this era, though. I'm just surprised I don't know more of it. He's trying to get you more over to meh. Things. Are you staying with disagree, or are you are you up to meh? The thing about the spinners, no, I found, yeah, meh. <laughs> Greg's uh, a meh. I'm gonna go agree. All right. So you guys uh, have weighted it back to the meh category. Okay. So okay. next year for the spinners. Next year. Yeah. All right, last up, and this is possibly the most controversial, and this is the one that I thought we would spend the most time talking about, but we spend the most Uh-oh. time talking about the spinners. Hmm. Miss Kate Bush. Running up that damn hill. Not again. Right? <laughs> All right, can I... You want to go first? Can I insert my my opinion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If it hadn't been for Stranger Things, she would never be on the ballot. No one would have remembered Kate Bush. This is an absolute travesty. I have no idea why she's even in conversation. But wasn't she incredibly influential to a lot of like indie artists? Uh, Maybe. Like I I had always heard about Kate Bush, but it was like the hipster crowd that knew about Kate Bush. Yeah, sure. And I feel like I feel like I feel like Stranger Things kind of ruined it for them. So I feel like (laughs) as a big f you to the to the hipsters. Absolutely put her in. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Nick is a strongly agree? Strongly agree. <laughs> she deserves to be because a lot of bands that I absolutely love, even though they probably would hate the fact that she's put in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Sure. All right, Greg. I don't know too much of her stuff, but I'll, I'll put an agree because oh she has... Well, I know, I know, Jay, I know, but I, I have a... <laughs> Again, uh, someone I brought up recently, John Karen, and I brought him up to talk about. Remember the Japanese composer that passed away? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was posting about all that. He was mm-hmm. the musical director for Kate Bush, and he, um, you know, works with Roger Waters now, and he's worked with Pete Townsend and uh, I think David Gilmore as well. Some reputable um, people that you know. Yeah, and and he just loves. He's like, I loved being in Kate Bush's band, man. Like it was the best, you know, and like so I. Okay, you know, and I, I, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with what you just said though. Yeah. That I don't think she would have been in the ballot if she she wasn't relevant enough to be on the ballot. It just seems it just seems to me like retconning. Like it's a whole bunch of people like now that she's popular, like oh yeah, she was so influential. Yeah, I used to love those Kate Bush cassettes from back in 1987. Like bullshit, you didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I I know Neil would talk about Kate Bush. Back right. in the day, really. Yes, early. Okay. Yes, I believe mm-hmm. Neil absolutely, absolutely Neil. Because right. Kate Bush was not a new. That's why it was so weird. Was like, that's that chick that hipsters used to love. Right. Like that's what how I knew who Kate Bush was. Yeah. I didn't know and the song knew, that became huge. It was. Just they like, knew really? about her. They knew about her from Pitchfork. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Pitchforks always love Kate Bush. All right. Well, then I'll give her a meh, which means that <laughs> you can, hey, you can, you can strongly disagree, out. bro. Strongly disagree. Well, it's all right. no, I don't want to be un. I don't want to be perceived as being uncool, so I'm gonna give it a meh. Oh. You know me. I care about my image too much, so that's an agree. Sure. So our inductees, <laughs> our inductees into the 2023, you should check it out. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, as filtered through the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees, is mm-hmm. Willie Nelson. Rage Against the Machine and fucking Kate Bush. <laughs> there you go. Hey, hey, we got we got we got to be inclusive. <laughs> At least Cheryl Crow didn't make it. Thank God. No way. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Would you prefer Kate Bush or, or Cheryl Crow? I'd prefer Kate Bush. There you go. Well, I think that just about sums it up, guys. Do you think we should? Do you think we should close? No, never mind. Because what did we do last year? We 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 voted on who we thought would get through, and then so, decide. Then no, no, it's already been decided. Those the, are the inductees. Yeah, oh, they are the inductees. Yeah, yeah. I'm I did this see. too late in the process. Yeah. Got it. Okay. But uh, thank you for calling me out on that. I appreciate that. So sorry. Uh, <laughs> I actually well, didn't realize that, or I wouldn't have said anything. It's all good. It's all good. All right, let's get out of here. We're already over time. We got to start. I got to go listen to this Herbie Hancock album. Yeah. Get ready for next week. Rust. 
Thrust. Thrust. Hell yeah. What year is that from? I want to say it's like 74. All right. Why don't you tell the fine folks how to get in touch with us and share their thoughts on Herbie Hancock or Kate Bush or f***ing Cheryl Crow if they want to. Sure. Oh, you can find us online at youshouldcheckitout.com. You can send us an email at ysaopodcast at gmail.com. Find us on social media on Facebook and Instagram. Our Twitter handle is at shouldcheck. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, wherever podcasts are heard. Leave a review, and as always, tell a friend, you should check it out. Yes, you should. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, boys. It's been a good time. Indeed. And we'll see you back here next week. It's going to be a different feel, a different format. That's right. Yeah, throwback. We're doing this. It's going to be great. It's going to be a lot of fun. Looking forward to it, boys. We're going to... Kind of yeah, go back to our uh, the the early uh, stomping grounds yeah. Mm-mm. That's right, the mm-hmm. roots, the roots, the roots. 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 Well, until then, have a great week. We'll see you back here. You too. Peace. Later. Peace. See ya.